Shay Baker is the editor of the Southland Times in Invercargill. Good morning, Shay. Morning, Catherine. Let's uh, begin with the what seems to be the age-old story of TY Smelter and will they, won't they? How are negotiations going at this time round between Contact Energy and Rio Tinto? Yes, well, this um, appears to be one of our biggest stories for the week. We have had Contact Energy um, come out and say that they believe that, you know, a smelted deal to keep it open is likely. Obviously, all Southlanders down here are really keen to actually find out what's going on and what's going to be the future of the smelter. It is expected to close or proposed to close in December. So there's actually, you know, not long before that um, time frame is up, but we still need to hear from Meridian Energy and Rio Tinto themselves because Contact Energy is um, it's involved in ensuring the supply of the power, but Meridian Energy is the main electricity supplier. So we're still just waiting for when these guys are actually going to come out and put on the record what's going on. I think Contact Energy saying this is actually sort of trying to get them to, you know, publicly announce something. Who knows? What 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 is your take on it compared to previous times where there's been a lot of, um, you know, kind of pistols at dawn and, um, uh, and, and a lot of brinkmanship? Yeah, well, in the past, you know, there has been the government sort of stepped in and out with these sort of negotiations. They've sort of just, since the last time they proposed closure, have just stepped away. It's actually like we, I mean, there's so many people involved with TY down here. It's over 2,000 people that work there directly and indirectly. I mean, this is a lot of businesses, but we really just have nothing. We don't know what what they're going to do. I mean, I personally think possibly they're going to stay open. They have done all the reports into the, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars of what uh, the they need to do to clear the site and redeem the site. Um, Southland's already been working towards other plans if TY does shut down. So we've got the hydrogen plants looking to come and step in and take in over that power. Uh, you know, the Contact Energy got um, Chief Executive said this week that, you know, consumers in New Zealand would benefit for a small while of cheaper power if TY shut, but then power prices would sort of eventually rise again. All right, let's see where they get to uh, this time, Shay. Uh, you mentioned it employs a lot of people, of course. Um, so do, or so used to, many media companies, but their numbers have been falling uh, significantly over time. Interestingly, <laughs> just as many companies are really feeling the, the cost pressures and the, the, the falling in advertising revenue, Southland's getting a new newspaper. How so? Well, yes. So we're actually pretty excited to announce that we've launched a new community newspaper this week. So this will be a free community newspaper that comes out weekly. Our first issue came out yesterday, and it's called the Southern Outlook. So what this will do is this will go to hopefully, you know, um, every town in Southland. 
So that's exactly that. You know, a lot of newspapers that are around the globe and all that are facing, you know, huge economic challenges. But here we in Southland, we want to open one. What's the logic? Well, the logic is that we just, part of it is we just want to put out, you know, a product that has good news. So we're not going to focus on a lot of the negative things that come through. It's just going to be celebrating the community and our people and the region and, you know, just just putting out the good things that we're sort of known for. Um, a lot of people sort of comment that they get a little bit oversaturated with news and news can be quite negative at the moment. You can get news at any time in your fingertips, you know, gone are the days where it was the newspaper in the morning, you know, the ra- radio bulletin and that throughout the day and then the news at six. I mean... Everything's right there now. And this is sort of just taking a little bit of a step back and just sort of putting out some good news that people want to read. Like, it's amazing how much people really do just want to read this local community news sometimes. It's going local, it really is. I think sometimes the um, the world's got a bit too um, overwhelming uh, and people are just looking closer to home to things that they have a little bit more control of. Um, and as you say, you know, um, the wider news is out there all the time. You can go to about a million different websites, but there's not so many people just helping you with what's going on in your own patch. Very good. Speaking of which, Waimumu has just hosted Southern Field Days. Where exactly is Waimumu? Well, Waimumu, yeah, it's just outside of Gore. So it's right in the heart of the rural community here in Southland. So, yeah, no, they've had it. Um, there for a while. The last time they held this event was 2020, though, because they haven't been able to have it for COVID. So it did come back with a good vengeance this time. They've had the best year yet with 46,000 or 42,000 people going through the door attending in those three days. So that's fantastic. Um, the Prime Minister, um, Christopher Luxon, he attended this year. He was extremely well-received, which is no surprises down here. Uh, This was a little bit of a far cry from when Jacinda Ardern visited in 2020 when she was heckled by members of the public and only actually lasted an hour. But Luxton, um, you know, had a a great time there. Um, He would have gained a bit of support. I think, you know, we had the headline on the newspaper the next day that he was saying farmers have been treated like villains for the last six years and that his government was working towards removing the red tape and regulations that were slowing down the economy. So when he was sort of asked about how he's going to um, stimulate the rural economy, Luxton said he and Agriculture Minister Tog McClay were discussing doubling New Zealand's exports for the next 10 years. So he'd actually even taken a um, day off away from being at the house to come down south, which was good. But he said he wanted it. And he did it because he wanted farmers to know that the government had valued them. Well, there you go. What else happened? Your mayor had a go at sharing. Oh, yes. Um, ben Bow, the Gore mayor, he had a go at sharing. And he was taught by David Fagan, some royalty here. Um, I think he struggled. <laughs> But, you know, um, got some good advice from Sarah David Fagan. And, um, yeah, I think he was going to leave it back to the... The professionals. The professionals, yes. Very good call.
Thanks very much. That's Shay Baker. She is uh, in Invercargill where she is editor of the Southland Times.